This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Bears win! Bears win! Bears win! Yeah! Now we're talking, and we're talking until 5 a.m. this morning right here on 50,000 watts of Bears power. 670 the score. Chuck Swirsky with you, along with Tyler Farringal. And uh, wow, what a difference, huh, Tyler? A few days make, because here we were in the studios, folks. After the uh, debacle against the Denver Broncos, and uh, you know I'm I'm very upset. I'm I'm just prancing up and down the hallways here at 670. The score. I couldn't believe the debacle uh, with the Bears and Denver, and and a lot of people felt my pain. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. So what happens? Here we are, four days later. And Tyler, you know what? We really need to re-rack our theme song here and get us in a victory, a victory Friday. Can we do that? So let's go for it. All right, so the Bears victorious, ending a 14-game losing streak, 40-20 to over Washington. And uh, how about Justin Fields and DJ Moore? Oh, my goodness. They connected eight times for 230 yards and three touchdowns. Third and 14. Four-man rush again. Fields to the end zone. Moore. Touchdown. So Fields, who had the big first half last week, 20 yards here. Down the field they go. Moore catches two passes, six plays, 75 yards in a little less than three minutes. 
and Chicago draws first blood. Well, watch Percy Butler, the safety. When you have a vertical receiver against two safeties that are high, the linebacker's got to be able to get vertical. Watch the safety be influenced here, and that creates the opening to the outside. Again, give Justin Fields a lot of credit. That throw should not be there if the safety's doing his job. And again, he makes them pay on the back end. Third down and six. Fields to the end zone, reaching up. Does he make the catch again? D.J. Moore, touchdown. He is having a career in one night. Beats Kendall Fuller again. That's 11 yards for the touchdown. He's already caught five for 137 and two scores. How about the throw by Justin Fields? A little slant and go. Perfect placement. Fuller never locates the football. And Moore so comfortable being able to get his feet down. Watch this route. Watch Fuller bite on it man-to-man. -man. Ooh, little inside move, and the throw could not have been any better by Justin Fields. Pass is called in by Moore. Gets free. Washington gambles and lose the gamble that time. 56 yards touchdown. Fuller trying to jump it. Moore able to make the catch and then free to the end zone. And a 230-yard, three-touchdown night for number two. Yeah, that was amazing. Just amazing. Al Michaels with the call along with Kirk Herb Street on Amazon Prime. By the way, did you know this, Tyler, that Al Michaels has never eaten a vegetable? I mean, how old is Al Michaels? He's probably, what, I would think, what, late 70s? Maybe early 80s? Probably late 70s. And you've never eaten a vegetable? Never. Like, hey, how about a little mm, broccoli? No. How about mashed potatoes? No. How about a carrot? You want a carrot? No. He's going to be 79 on November 12th. I mean, don't, don't you think like somewhere when you're a kid, your mom says, here, have a carrot. Yeah, like, how have you never had a single vegetable? Unbelievable. That's, that's wild. It is wild. See what you learn when you join us. We are live. This is not network radio. <laughs> we're, we're way under the radar for that. But we're having a good time right here on 670 The Score. All right, so DJ Moore with a breakout game. He was fantastic. That's why they brought him over from Carolina, and he talked about his performance against Washington. No, uh, this morning I was nervous, uh, out of this world nervous. So I guess that was uh, my body telling me that we was about to go off. So I look forward to having some more nervous days uh, before games. All right. So there you go, DJ Moore. And you know what? This is going to be because, hey, I, I mean, I'm the host of this show. Why not? I can give my game balls. I have no idea who they gave game balls to. Obviously, DJ Moore is getting a game ball along with Justin Fields. I've got some stats on Fields that are going to blow your mind. Let me see if I've got these stats here. His last two games, Fields has completed 43 of 64 passes, 617 yards, eight touchdowns, only one interception, with a passing rating of 131.3. Is that unbelievable or what? Justin what more can Fields. you ask from your quarterback after the weeks of turmoil that's going on with this team? Yeah, well, there's there was a lot of turmoil in Claypool. Apparently, he's played his last game of the Bears are saying, hey, we wish you well, then get out of here. 
All right, so uh, that's what's going on. But again, my game balls, I'm, I'm giving it to uh, Fields. I'm giving it to DJ Moore. I'm giving it to uh, the offensive line, the defensive line. I'm giving it to the uh, Bears medical staff. I mean, how many players did the Bears lose in this game? I mean, they don't play again till the 15th when they take on the Vikings, and that's a winnable game at Soldier Field, and they better win that football game after losing to Denver and Green Bay in Chicago, and they should be favored in that game. Uh, But uh, nonetheless, I mean, that's who gets my game balls. I mean, I was really impressed. I mean, they're losing players left and right. I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me. Uh, But uh, again, the Bears win. Now, here's the other story, and this really touched my heart. In fact, to be quite candid with you, I'm 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 at home, and I'm working on the Bulls and the Milwaukee Bucks, a game you'll hear right here on the score, 11:45 pregame coverage Sunday morning, in the first preseason game for the Bulls. So I'm working on notes, and I get a text from the sports czar of North American Radio, our very own Mitch Rosen, and he says, "Hey, any stories about Dick?" And I said, what are you talking about? He goes, Dick Butkus passed away. I said, what? And I was shocked. And, I mean, I'll give you a quick story, and then we're going to take some calls. And if you want to talk Bears, you want to talk Butkus, because Butkus was Chicago. Butkus was from CVS, All-American, University of Illinois, first-round pick. He and Sayers, same draft class. You know that story in 1965 with Papa Bear. But when, when Dick Butkus returned to really Chicago was in the broadcast booth on the Bears radio network. And on another station, I was doing the pregame, halftime, postgame. And our booth had Wayne Larravee, Dick Butkus, and Jim Hart. And I was fortunate to be around that crew morning, noon, and night. And I had never met Dick Butkus until he joined Bears radio. Okay. So now I'm intimidated. I really am. I mean, as a kid, I grew up watching Dick Butkus play football. Not only play football, he was football. I mean, he was a linebacker. When you looked up the definition of linebacker, there was Dick Butkus, period. Okay. I mean, this guy ate glass for breakfast. So I'm thinking to myself, what do I say? What do I do? (laughs) And so he comes to the booth, and uh, I saw him at training camp, and he introduces himself to me. Hi, I'm Dick Butkus. (laughs) Really? I had no idea. And the thing that really impressed me, he never big-timed me or anyone once. Once, not once. And so... We would do the pregame show from a stage outside Soldier Field near the flags. And then we would make our way into Soldier Field near the columns up to the broadcast booth. And, and you know, we had whatever security was back then in the mid-80s. There really wasn't, you know, people around us. But we had one or two people because we had to get on the air, okay? So Dick Butkus Never turned down a chance. Hey, Dick, you know, because no, there were no cell phones back in those days. It wasn't people saying, hey, can we get a picture with you? Uh, you know, no one brought a Polaroid. So 
I mean, but people wanted his autograph. And he was always so kind and so great to people. And, you know, we would we would talk about his um, his light beer commercials with Bubba Smith. And, I mean, it was great. And he was such a good man. And, and I know his identity was Bears football, and he relished that. But you know what? He was also a really good human being, and that's why I'm shocked. And so at Illinois, as you know, he was a, a, a linebacker, All-American, great, great player, number 51 of the Chicago Bears. And, of course, they gave him a statue in Champaign. It's a very humbling deal. And, you know, and you wonder, you know, why, man? You know, I, I did what I thought I was supposed to do. And I, you know, I, I had fun knocking the shit out of people, you know. So, so if it was that unusual, I guess you, you take it, you know. All right, so that is uh, Dick Butkus, who passed away at the age of 80. If you want to share your thoughts about Dick Butkus, I mean, you know, we're going to see a lot of highlights of Dick as a bear um, over the next few days, weeks, whatever. But to me, the biggest highlight was the way he treated people around him and the way he treated fans. He loved being back in Chicago on game day and loved being a part of the Bears family. He reconnected with the Bears family. So we're going to take your calls now at 312-644-6767. If you want to text me, go ahead. I mean, we're here until 5 a.m. And I really want to dedicate this program not only to you know, the Bears winning a football game, but also to the family, the life, the legacy of Dick Butkus. 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. And I'm just hoping that now the Bears don't get back into Chicago for at least a couple hours, all right? They're probably still in D.C., but when they land and the equipment people are heading back to Hallis Hall to get ready, although they'll probably take a day or two off. They don't play again until the 15th. But I'm hoping that they have the number 51 on their jerseys. And I'm hoping somewhere on the turf, you know, it's 51. There's got to be a 51 on the Soldier Field turf somewhere. And that that's my my hope, and that's my dream. Because, I mean, if anyone symbolized Every time the Bears drafted somebody, ah, Singletary, yeah, what about Butkus? Erlacher, hey, what about Butkus? And you know what? Rightfully so. 312-644-6767. Let's go to David. David, you're on 670, the score. This is Chuck Swirsky. We appreciate you staying with us. Hi, Chuck. How you doing? Good. Turn down your radio so we don't get any feedback here. And thank you. And once you turn it down, then we'll give you every opportunity to talk Bears football. Uh, well, I just wanted to tell you I'm very happy about this win. And I also want to um, go give my condolences to the Dick Buckus family. And you know what? Um, if I get the chance, I, I will definitely send his wife, Helen, a sympathy card. And I'm hoping that things get better for the Chicago Bears. And I hope we start a big winning streak. Yeah, you know, I, I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, you mentioned uh, his wife, Helen. I think they just celebrated their 60th wedding anniversary. So, um, again, you know, Dick was such a, a wonderful man. 
And wow, what a legacy. There will never, ever, ever be another Dick Butkus. And I mean, I, I was just watching some old NFL films coming in tonight. And if you get a chance, there was one play, one play against Alty Taylor, who was a running back for the Lions back in the day. And, and the Bears and Lions had some fierce games. I mean, uh, oh, my goodness. And there was a hit that Dick Butkus applied to Alty Taylor of Detroit at the line of scrimmage. That was just incredible. I mean, I don't think Butkus, if he played in today's game, he would have been fined so much. He would, he would have had to give just basically his check, his game check, to the NFL every week. But I thank you for the call. Leaving one line open, 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767, right here on 670 The Score. Sean is calling from Illinois. Sean, what do you think of the football game? Because, again, there were lapses and there were moments where you kind of you know held your breath to see whether or not there was going to be a collapse. But the Bears did enough to win. And I love what was happening, and I love the fact they kept losing players, and they responded, and they showed resiliency. And I thought that Iberflus did a good job, Getze did a good job, and they made something out of nothing against a Washington team that is complete. How they managed to be in a ball game last week against Philadelphia, I have no idea, Sean. Because let me tell you what, Washington is brutal, absolutely brutal. But hey, I don't care. The Bears won. What's on your mind? I feel they did great tonight. Okay, well, that's obvious. But how did they do so well? Why do you think they played the way they did? I think the coaches let him play his game the way he needs to play the game. Yep. And we've seen that the last two weeks. And, again, they've got some winnable games coming up. I mean, you look at Minnesota and you look at the Raiders. And you look at the Chargers, and and I'm telling you right now, I, and again, I'm 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 being very transparent about this. I think the Bears could go on a mini win streak here. I'm taking one day, uh, one game at a time, but it wouldn't surprise me if they won another couple in a row. I I agree with you. At the same time, I've been a Bears fan since shit. I was I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cuss. Um, I was six years old in 85 when they won the Super Bowl. And they have been for so long. It just, it seems like they've needed to do things. And tonight I feel like they did something that they need to do and come through The offensive line was there. Well, the offensive line got really banged up too. I mean, everyone got hurt. I mean, our engineer got hurt, and he was just watching the game. So, uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. Again, I was feeling it. I love the play calling. I love Justin Fields. I mean, the guy had the mojo. He had the swag. And this is the Justin Fields I want to see. Um, and, again, we have a lot of football in front of us. But I'm going to celebrate as far as just being able to talk with you on the phones about a Bears victory. It was awesome. All right, let's go to uh, John from Naperville. John, you're on 670 The Score. Good morning. Good morning, Chuck. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. 
Excellent. Um, first off, condolences to uh, the uh, Buckus family. Yes. Uh, sad to lose him, but uh, amazing memories that we have of him. Um, number two, I'm going to steal a line from Mully. Our long national nightmare is over. The Bears have finally broken the losing streak. Number three, the score shouldn't have been this close uh, on two plays that, the, frankly, the referees absolutely blew. In the first half, the second uh, before ahead of the second field goal in the back left corner of the end zone where uh, DJ Moore went to go catch the ball was fully interfered with because he, the defensive back made contact with him, never turned his head around. The referees missed it. Another referee miss was along the sidelines. Frankly, no one has shown me an angle where DJ Moore stepped out of bounds. Yeah, you know what? So, Again, I, I I'm not the side judge, obviously. Uh, they said he stepped out of bounds. I don't know. Just from a TV perspective, did he, didn't he? I don't know. He probably could have gone into the end zone with another score. But the bottom line is they won the football game, okay, period. And they jumped sure. on him early. They led 27-3 to at halftime. But at the same time, given how much Amazon is putting into this broadcast – I mean, every other network that broadcasts NFL football can show that angle. Why couldn't Amazon? Well, I, I, I get what you're saying. I totally understand what you're saying. I thought, <laughs> you know what? I Listen, you know, I'm still trying to work past a few things watching the broadcast tonight. I, I, I love Kirk Herbstreet on college football. I really do. But I think he's yeah. over the top on NFL games because he knows these players so well because he's watched them since they were kids coming out of high school into college doing the ESPN games. So now at the NFL level, I think, I think he tries to do too much trying to show maybe the country, maybe even to Al Michaels, that you know he belongs in an NFL booth and that he can talk about these players. And, and, and I, sometimes, you know what, less is more. And I have the utmost Agreed. respect for Herb Street. I really do. I think he's excellent at his job. Really, really, really good. I'm still trying to get accustomed to him at the NFL booth because sometimes, and Michaels is so good, he probably doesn't need a color guy because Al Michaels is one of the greatest ever, ever to be in any booth, whether it's baseball, football, yeah. hockey, basketball. The man has done it all and then some. But... Um, Agreed. Yeah, you know, I, I, yeah. I, I, Kirk, Kirk is a little jarring in NFL in the NFL booth. I would agree. Uh, yep, one hundred percent. Thank you for the call. Leaving one line open: three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. I'm glad so many of our callers are acknowledging the passing of Dick Butkus. You know, if there was a Mount Rushmore of athletes in Chicago, and we've had so many, and the X generation probably doesn't really get Dick Butkus because they weren't even around. I mean, Dick Butkus played his last game in the 70s, early 70s. And so they really never got a chance to see the impact he had on the National Football League and and what it was like. I mean, there there was there was no, you know, ESPN. And then, you know, Monday Night Football came on in 1970, I think, the first game, Browns and Jets. And, but really, I mean, the NFL really took off. Well, it really took off with the Colts, Giants, 
overtime, sudden death overtime game in 58 with Amici scoring for the Colts. But the, the league really took off with Monday Night Football. And then all of a sudden, you know, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And there weren't games played on Thursday nights. Uh, sometimes games were played on Saturday nights in the National Football League. But Dick Butkus was a major, big-time factor. And he was must-see TV. And he represented Chicago so well with uh, the way he just carried himself as a bruiser in this game. We have to take a break, Tyler? All right, we're going to take a break. I promise everyone who calls tonight is getting on the air. My game ball is going to the fans because we're on the air until 5 a.m. 5 a.m. What am I doing? (laughs) But I love it. I really do. And, of course, uh, we've got Bulls basketball, Tyler, coming up Sunday, 1145. Can't wait to hear you back on the play-by-play call. Yes. I'm fired up. And again, it's a preseason game. They're training right now in Nashville. But, you know, for now, we're talking Bears football. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back with the calls in a moment. Bears 40 and the Commanders 20. Pass is pulled in by Moore, gets free. Washington gambles and lose the gamble that time. 56 yards touchdown. Fuller trying to jump it. Moore able to make the catch and then free to the end zone. And a 230-yard, three-touchdown night for number two. 
All right, so Al Michaels with the call. 40-20, Bears of the win column. You know, Tyler, Tyler Farringal is our producer. When I was doing Toronto Raptors games, I had this um, at the end of a game when the Raptors were going to win. I had this slogan, get out the salami and cheese, mama. This ball game is over because the fan wrote me a letter saying, you know, I can't break away to the kitchen to eat until I know that the Raps have won a ball game. So, you know, like a game or two later, Raptors are winning by 11 with about like 12 seconds to go. And I said, get out the salami and cheese, mama. This ball game is over. And the producer in the truck tells me in the headset, of course, our viewers, I was doing TV, viewers couldn't hear it. And he goes, uh, Chuck, are you okay? What's salami and cheese have to do with a Raptor game? And I said, don't worry about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain later. But so I called the Bears game on Twitter tonight when it was 10 nothing Bears. And people were like, oh, my goodness, it was not uh, G-rated. Let's just put it that way. And I had to do some serious editing. And they were all over me and jinxed it. You know, go back to the Bulls. We don't need you. You're on the air tonight. What's Mitch Rosen thinking? So I said, hey, I've got this. I've got this. The Bears are going to win. I mean, it's, it's, it's like a breath of fresh air. The Bears won for the first time in, what, over a year? Is that right? It was October 24th of last year, so okay, nearly so almost, 365 days. Okay, nearly. All right. Make me a liar for like two weeks, whatever. We're going to call it a year anyway. Okay, that's right. But a 14-game losing streak, right? And, Franchise and, record. And so for the time being, Eberflus is off the hot seat. And good for him, you know, because you know, he, think about this. And I know they're handsomely paid. And I know it's a glamorous job. And financially, he's probably set and all that good stuff. But you know what? When you get killed every day, it's got to have an effect on your family and your friends and your kids. And it comes with the territory. I get it. Okay? I, I do get it. But for, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy for the ball club. And I'm happy for you listening to 670 The Score, wherever you're listening. Because we're probably booming in right now, whether it's Keokuk, Iowa, or whether it's Minneapolis-St. Paul area, or whether it's Toronto, or whether it's the Eastern Seaboard, welcome. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Daniel from uh, Downers Grove. Daniel, what's happening? Wow, Chuck. I'm just like, overwhelmed. Whoa, 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 whoa. Daniel, it it sounds like you're talking from a tunnel, like Lower Wacker. Where are you? Ah, there you go. And I hear the phone ringing in the background. Are are you at work, Daniel? I am uh, a delivery driver for Domino's and Clarendon Hills, and I've been, you know, so I listen to the game. I actually am wearing a a jersey from 1965. Ah. And it's cotton, and it's an anniversary from 1920. In 1965, the year I was born. Wow, Daniel. And, you know, I'm and, just uh, listening to your the phones in the background. I mean, the Bears were busy in the uh, end zone last night, and you're busy because people are calling Domino's at, uh, what, 1235 in the morning? Now. We're closed now, but hey, um, listen, I've been a Bears fan since I was 10 years old, 1975, when Walter Payton was a rookie. So I've seen it all. And then you know, I was 21 when they when they won the Super Bowl in 1985. 
I've gone through the years of Doug Avellini and Doug Plank and and this jersey I have is I treasure it because it's like solid cotton and it's and well, I heard that I heard that he died like right before the game and I, I saw that yep. you know, I was on the Bears app and I saw pictures and then it said that Dick Buckus died the night before and I was just like Oh my gosh! I know. I'm so excited about the Bears this year. I've been studying them. I've never been more excited about the Bears ever because from the top down, Kevin Warren, incredible, uh, Iberflus, and and what they put together, I believe that they're going to be incredible. And so it's been really, really hard the first four games. And last week, I went to church at nine in the morning. And I was talking to people, and I would come out, and I'm like. Oh, the Bears game's probably about to start. And I, I looked at my phone, and it was 128. I missed the whole first half. Well, and I'll tell you what. I know you missed the first half. And then, of course, the Broncos came back. But, Daniel, I'm going to let you go because I know you want to close shop. And we appreciate you delivering pizza at this hour. I know a lot of people probably even had a party, a Thursday night party, watching the Bears because, after all, when the Bears are playing football, people watch television, period. I mean, the ratings in Chicago, even when the Bears are not so good, they still get great stuff. Uh, you know, here's another guy. You know, we haven't talked about him much, Tyler, they, you know, because they were losing Herbert, you know, with an injury. And Roshan Johnson, you know, he had a concussion. I mean, they're running backs. And, and so this uh, Kyrie Blassing game from the University of Tennessee, and I guess he had been with the Titans and uh, with the Vikings, I guess, a cup of coffee, whatever. And he had, what, three carries in his career? And how many did he get tonight? Let me look at the stat sheet. He had eight carries for 26 yards. I mean, the guy, I mean, he's a fullback. And, I mean, if you went into the ball game saying, yeah, this guy, Kari Blassing game, is going to get eight carries, you're going to go, what? What? And yet, here we are. And so maybe, you know what, I'm going to give him a Swirsky game ball. Why not? Okay. I mean, they're down two running backs in the game. They're down Deontay Foreman. You when you when you need guys to step up, they stepped up and blazing game to just that. Yep. And the offensive line, they were losing guys. Patrick with a concussion. They had to move guys around. It was unbelievable. And Tevin Jenkins is back too. I think yes. that was that could have played a factor in the better blocking. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, listen, uh, we're going to go back to the phone lines. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. You can also text us. Let me see if I, I can do this here about texting. Uh, let's see. Can you talk about the building chemistry between Fields and Moore? I'll tell you, this started really in the offseason after the uh, draft day trade with Carolina because they would come to some Bulls games together with Claypool. And uh, you could see that that was starting to mount. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. Um, haven't seen this highlight today. Butkus catching, diving, game-winning pass in the back of the end zone from Bobby Douglas. Yeah, that was against the Philadelphia Eagles. So, again, all you have to do is you Google and put in Dick Butkus TD against Philadelphia. And I think he caught the ball, and then he showed the football, and I believe the guy who knocked the ball out of his hands in the end zone after it was a touchdown, I think his name was Bill Bradley, not the Bill Bradley of the Knicks or Princeton or the former senator from New Jersey. 
but he, he was a DB. I believe you can look this up, Tyler. I believe that this Bill Bradley went to the University of Texas, if I'm not mistaken. He played in the NFL. It was a really good player, but it was a botched field goal attempt, and Butkus found himself in the end zone, and he caught the ball. So, um, anyway, so that's another great highlight. So, Tyler. You are correct. Bill Bradley did go to Texas. He did play for the Eagles, and he was a defensive back. So, yeah, right in that time frame of when Dick Buckus was uh, on the Chicago Bears. Yep. Okay. Good. See, the memory's still there. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm not losing it yet. But when I lose it, I'm getting out. There's a lot of There's a lot of flashbacks coming tonight with with Dick Buckus. Yes, so it's, there it's is. good to go back in the memory banks. Yeah. Let, let's go to uh, Let's go to Jose from Nebraska. Boy, Jose, where, where are you living in Nebraska? Let me guess. Are we looking at Lincoln? Are we looking at Omaha? Are we looking where? No, I'm, I'm from the city. I'm a night driver. I'm a truck driver. I'm coming in back home. Wait a so, minute. I see here yeah. Jose from Nebraska. You're living yeah, in I'm Chicago. In now. I'm on the 80 right now, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, it's an honor to talk to you. You got the, the voice of a goddess. Um, quick thing, quick, quick, quick points. Um, yeah, I woke up today hearing Dick Buckley's die. That pretty sucked. That much. That that really sucked. And then, um, oh. uh, great, great, great win today for the Bears. I, it seemed like Dick Buckley was on the field with them. Um, great, great win. Um, another thing, it looked like the players they they played for the coach today. It, they it seemed like the, um, the the coaches uh the the players put out their hearts for uh for the coach, you know, for to win this game. Yeah, no, just really proud, right? Yeah. We should have been three and one now, Chuck. If you look back, I know. We Don't you know what? But should have, would have, could have. Listen, you know what? I should have, yeah. I should have been six eleven with hair, and I would have played in the NBA. So I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm back on the bandwagon, Chuck. I'm back on the I, bandwagon. Listen, you know what? There's plenty of room, and go for it. And I thank you for the call. Drive safely. All right. Thanks, Chuck. Thank you. So he's driving a taxi in Chicago. How did we get Jose from Nebraska? How did that happen, Tyler? <laughs> hey, I'm just going on what the screen says. It says Jose from Nebraska. Here I'm thinking, okay, big signal. We're booming into Omaha, you know, home of the College World Series. Maybe Lincoln, home of the University of Nebraska, the Cornhuskers. By the way, Lincoln, very underrated college town. And I do like Omaha, too. Uh, all right, let's go to uh, John from Long Grove. John, how you doing? Oh, great, Chuck. Thank you for taking my call. Thank you. Um, I just wanted to add, uh, um, a lot of your younger listeners may not remember Dick Butkus. I don't. But I do remember uh, uh, Chuck Swirsky's show on WGN. Before there was WMVP, before there was uh, The Score, you had a show. And it was very influential. uh, And I was going to suggest that if there was a Mount Rushmore of Chicago sports talk, that Chuck Swirsky would be on it. Uh, you, you called yourself. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I mean, I appreciate the compliment, but no, 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 no. Oh. I'm not worthy of that. Well, thank you, but that's part of it, I guess. Your, your modesty, but uh, I mean, you know, you had the, you said you had to did the, do the dishes award. Yes, and you had your expressions like, uh, oh, he did everything but drive the team bus. That, that's, and uh, <laughs> at, at, yes. and in about 1980 or 81, in my study hall at Maine South High School, you know, uh, we we sat around and. Uh, Recap the Chuck Swirsky show. Um, is my memory serving me correct? No, you're right. I mean, we had uh, we had buffoon of the week. 
And <laughs> right? uh, let's see, we had, uh, uh, let's see, faster than fast and quicker than quick, he's quest. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was oh, yeah. really corny. It was really bad. It, but again, that was 40 was. years ago. So, you know, some but of that you, I'll, I'll blame on immaturity and age. You, you say that, but it really was uh, ahead of its time. And, uh, you know, many, many have followed with the same kind of uh, sort of upbeat attitude, not taking it too seriously. And, That's right. Uh, the, the expressions. Uh, but lastly, please, uh, and I also remember you talked about Ohio U a lot. Yes. Is that possible? My, my, right. Yes. That's where I went to right. undergrad. And I yes. went to undergraduate school at, at Ohio University, home of the Bobcats, who are off to a nice start in uh, football. Right. The homecoming game is this uh, Saturday. And, um, and I'm from Seattle. I'm wearing my Seattle Supersonics hoodie. And hopefully one day okay. the Sonics will return to the Pacific Northwest. And so sure. my, my first job coming out of school was actually I was I, I got an internship at uh, Cairo Radio in Seattle. And here's how this went down. I was applying everywhere. I couldn't get a job. And, you know, it's a great lesson in perseverance that you just can't give up. If you want something badly, you don't give up. You're going to get hit to the ground and knocked down, you know, 100 times. You get up for the 101st time. And I firmly believe that. So I'm, I'm getting knocked down and knocked down. So I told my mom, I said, Mom, listen, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm applying for grad school. I'm going to go to the University of Washington. I, I, I got a double major in sociology. And so I'm going to grad school in sociology. She goes, great. So one week, this true story, one week before graduate school starts, I get this job offer for an internship at Cairo Radio paying me $85 a week. And I took it and I called my mom. I said, mom, uh, you know, I got some good news and I got some bad news. She goes, I want to hear the good news. I said, I, I, got, I got an internship at Cairo radio in Seattle. And she goes, really? And I said, yes, it's, you know, it's in the sports department. It's going to be great. She goes, well, how are you going to balance that with, with grad school? I said, well, that's the, that's, that's the bad news, mom, because I'm, I'm not going to grad school. And she used that line. I'll never forget this. We were on the phone. She goes, what would your dad think? And my dad died when I was in the sixth grade. And I said, Mom, don't go there. All right, don't play that card. He'd be proud that I got an internship. And that's how it went down. So anyway, long time ago. But thank you for the call. We're going to move on to talk Bears football. 312-644-6767-312-644-6767. Six seven. Uh, let's go to uh, Shane calling from Mount Prospect. Shane, uh, thank you for being with us at twelve forty-five of the morning. What's going on? Oh, uh, nothing crazy. I work right now. Uh, I just want to say, uh, big, uh, you know, rest in peace, Dick Buckus. I can't wait to see what the Bears do for him uh, coming up on their next home game. Uh, big thing about the Bears, though, I, their offense looks like they're they're striving, which is good. The defense has got some work to do. Uh, now, they were missing a lot of players, but I'm excited to see what, what we can turn the season out to. It's not going to be a Super Bowl season, but it will be a season that we remember, which is good. Yeah, you know what? I mean, you're, I'm glad you mentioned this because the defense is shredded right now. I mean, their defensive back situation, but again, they've got 10 days, hopefully, to get some players back, which I'm sure they will. I mean, you know, you, you get concerned when you hear players with hamstrings because you've got to be very, very careful. Because if you rip a hamstring and you tear one, 
you're gone. You won't be back this year. See, again, you know, you just got to you got to be side on the uh, of being very cautious with those. I mean, in last season we were three and fourteen. You know, three and fourteen. You're not going to take a team to the Super Bowl after a three and fourteen season, but it's showing improvement, and that's what we have to do. Uh, going starting off the season zero and four and losing, having a twenty-eight to seven or 28 to seven lead last week and losing somehow. It's uh, it's a really big blow. But see, if we get uh, forty points. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's definitely an encouragement and a move in the right direction. Yes, I agree. And again. This is one game. I, I don't want to pump the brakes. I want to enjoy the ride right now, okay? But uh, this club is capable of, of getting it done. And, again, they've got some winnable games, and I think they're going to beat the Vikings at Soldier Field. They're long overdue for a really good four quarters of football here in the great city of Chicago. Thank you for the call. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. And again, we're going to have a ton of highlights. We're going to have a tribute to Dick Butkus later. But we want to hear from you. And I hope you can stay with us until 5 a.m. And if you can't, then you know what? Set the alarm every hour and say, I want to get back and listen to the radio. Yeah, why not? Uh, Scott from River North. Scott, what's happening? You're on 670 The Score. What's up, man? Um, so the game was great. Uh, honestly, the game was wonderful. We won 20 to 40. Uh, but I feel like there's so, and I don't want to go negative on this one, but. But, um, yeah, but. 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 I just feel so organizationally. Like we're not doing it right. Be be transparent about this. Are you talking about giving up a second round pick for Claypool? Well, that's one. But I think that the fact that I mean I'll go way back and say that like Carolina Panthers got, you know, uh uh Yeah. Okay. Well, we thank- gave we no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gave no no, we gave uh Montgomery to Detroit, who's crushing it. Yep, he and is. And then Greg Olson. That's where I was going. All right, but and, wait a minute. Wait, 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 but Greg Olson had nothing to Olson. do with this front office. No. Nothing. No, 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 no. No, no, no don't go there. You want to talk. I mean, what, what are we going to do? You organizational. Okay. Organizational. I'm saying, like, we give away great players a lot. And I just feel like Greg Olson goes to the Panthers, who's, uh, who's goes down as one of the best. Probably tight ends of all Okay, time. but again, Montgomery. this is 2023. The Montgomery thing, I get, but maybe he wanted to leave. Who knows? I mean, the guy's having a terrific year, and I wish him well with Detroit. Thank you. Uh, let's see. We got to mention this, by the way. Uh, you're listening to a Plumbers 911 Football Friday. That's right. Uh, Plumbers 911 uh, Football Monday on a Friday. There you go. Presented by Busey Bank. And it's uh, not a game, Illinois.com. Can I read this one more time? I think I need to. Plumbers 911 Football Monday on a Friday, presented by Busey Bank. And it's not a game, Illinois.com. Now, coming up between 5 and 5 30, Dustin Rhodes with a pregame show, 6 a.m. You got the pick six, Russ, Ross Tucker at 7 a.m., Joe Fortenbaugh at 7 45, DJ Moore. Live right here on 670 The Score, 8 a.m. Brad Biggs at 9 a.m. 
Bernstein and Holmes, Brisker, Heron, Fishbane, Jenkins. Sounds like a law firm. And then Parkinson Spiegel with the Ole Krutz, Dan Weeder, and uh, Jalen Johnson. Maybe we'll get a better indication on Jalen Johnson when he's coming back, hopefully against the Vikings. Can I just say it really quickly, Chuck? Yes. I cannot wait for DJ Mordate with Mullion Haw after that monster of a game he posted last night. That is going to be one heck of an interview at 8 a.m. Yes, I agree. I, I mean, this is what we want out of DJ Moore. And his, to his defense, I mean, he's an elite receiver. He wasn't getting the ball. And I think they had a kumbaya moment with Luke Getsky, uh, Getsy, and I think they probably said, hey, listen, you know what? You see that number two guy? Okay, he's a pretty good wide receiver. Get him the ball. ball. And I also think Ryan Poles feels good after tonight because, you know, he's getting a lot of negative criticism, about, especially the Chase Claypool trade, giving up that second, a.k.a. first-round pick. But now you're giving up a lot of uh, capital. You're gaining a lot of capital, but you gave up the number one pick, and people were doubting you. But look what you got in replace that. And he goes out and has that kind of game. So I also think Ryan Poles is now, th- is now thinking, Ah, the fans can relax after a big game from DJ Moore. Well, and again, let's say Fields has a tremendous season. Let's say this is a turnaround, okay? And he's fully invested in the Chicago Bears. He wants to be the face of the franchise. Justin Fields does. And I don't blame him. I mean, who wouldn't want to be, finally, we got a quarterback in Chicago, and it's Justin Fields, who by all accounts seems to be a really good guy. I've never met the man, don't know the guy, but he presents himself well. He seems to be very humble and also at the same time understands, hey, I'm the quarterback here in Chicago for the Bears. Okay, so the Bears have Carolina's first-round pick, and Carolina is awful, awful. They're brutal. They're looking for a wide receiver right now because guess what? They lost D.J. Moore in the Bears trade, and I think the Bears fleece Carolina in this deal. No so, doubt. So now, let's say Carolina has the worst record in the league, and they're headed that way. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, the Bears have the number one pick. And let's say Fields is playing really, really well, and this kid has paid his dues in Chicago. Do you say to yourself, if you're the Bears, all right, we're going to take that number one pick, and we're going to flip it, and we're going to still get our pick that could be anywhere from, let's say, four to eight, maybe, if you win some games. I don't know. But then you could say, all right, you know what? We're going to take the number one pick, and what we're going to do again, we're going to trade it to the second overall pick or the third overall pick, and we're going to pick up another number one, and you're going to cash in, and you're going to keep playing those chips every year. And I'm saying, why not? I mean, but then you got Caleb Williams. And you're saying to yourself, what do we do here? But if Fields develops and he matures and he grows right in front of our very eyes because he's got better players around him and the offensive coordinator, the light bulb goes on, uh, that's going to be a that's going to be a great decision to make because you really can't lose. And and we know Carolina is not well. Obviously, they don't have their pick, but the, the Bears, if they're sold on Justin Fields. 
these other teams know two of these top five picks, maybe top 10, are not going toward a quarterback. That's going to draw more interest for some of these other teams that are thinking Caleb Williams is still on the board. Drake May perhaps still might be on the board. That's going to get Ryan Poles' attention more for more teams to say, hey, what do we need to do to move up to potentially beat other teams at getting one of these top prospects when, like you said, maybe the Bears are sold on Justin Fields long-term. Yep. By the way, don't sleep on Bo Nix, Oregon. Really I like Bo Nix. Yep. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines at uh, 312-644-6767, 312-644-6767. And again, we will keep you on the line. If you want to call, we will put you on the air. Let's go to uh, Jay from the south side of the great city of Chicago. What's happening, Jay? Hey, Chuck. Uh you're a legend, man. It's great to talk to you. And uh, first, I'd like to say, uh, as a Chicago kid, I also played linebacker. Dick Buckus was definitely an idol, and I'm way too young. You know, he was way older. But uh, every else I've ever had said, hey, you got to play like Dick Buckus, kid. Hey, play like Buckus. And I tried to do the best I could. But uh, today I wanted to talk about, uh, I think, some of the uh, defensive backs like uh, played great. You know, we had um, – we had some good uh, interceptions, sacks by uh, replacing level players. Yeah, uh, that was that was big for today. It was understated because the old line played great, you know, uh, fields more. But the D backs have filled in today. Did a great job. I well, thought. you know what? I'm I'm glad you mentioned this. You know what? You're a smart Jay. I love smart callers. So how about this, Jay? Let me give you some stats. You got a second? So I got a the, second. so the Bears come into the game with how many sacks? Two, right? Two. Two. Yeah, and and against Sam Howell, uh, who's a decent quarterback, I'm not putting him in the Hall of Fame, okay? But he got sacked right. five times last night. Five. Yeah. And, yeah. and so, I mean, the Bears' D-line really brought it. And, uh, wow. I mean, that was impressive. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I think the Flues brought some pressure from the outside, too. It was, uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, let's he was, see. He was feeling his, like, I think he was kind of feeling like, hey, I'm back to a D coordinator when he's doing that on top of the other things, you know, I'm going to take him a week or two, but he's like, Hey, I'm going to dial the pressure like I did in Indy and let's go. Yep. You know, well, you're right. Thank you for the call. Five different players registered sacks tonight for the bears. That's impressive. That was really, really good. All right. We have to take a break. All right. We're going to take a break. Then we'll uh, come back. 312-644-6767. 312-644-6767. This is Chuck Swirsky. You're listening to 670 The Score, and we're talking Bears football. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love. 
Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.